Good morning and welcome. Painter Radio News Hour coming live on this Thursday for the the month of November. Almost over. Where does the time go? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You know, something that you can't create out of thin air. I was going to say a printing press, but you don't need that anymore. Right? Just make it up out of thin air, something that was real, something that our founding fathers, who miraculously, in four pages, and again, they were big pages. Okay, they were. But you know what? They had to handwrite it. <laughs> you know, in four pages, were able to create the greatest country on the face of the earth. And yesterday I gave you the example, just our tax code is almost a thousand pages now. Yeah. You think we got too much government? You know how we got too much government? We let them create money out of thin air. That's how we got too much government. Time to go back, ladies and gentlemen. Time to go back to gold and silver. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. The website at allamericangold.com. And wow, a lot happened in 24 hours. So we got off the show yesterday, and nothing was doing nothing. We're all waiting for Jay Powell to speak at the Economics Club of New York and talk to all his billionaire buddies. And what was it that he could possibly be saying? And, and I'll tell you this. I got off the show, you know, answered a few phone calls, was doing some work. And I went to go fill up my water. And it's ten steps to the water cooler and back. You know, so 20 steps uh, total. Couldn't have been... You know, I'll go big. 15 seconds. I walk back in. I see my monitor where I've got my Wall Street gold and silver feed, and it's going nuts. And I'm like, what happened? The Dow skyrockets, right? And then I'm reading the headlines. Jay Powell, dovish. Rate hikes near neutral, right? And they're celebrating. Now, I know why gold's rallied, right? It's kind of like I told you. Remember what J.P. Morgan said about the dollar? Remember, I told you. Listen, I'm giving you all the information that you need to know. The Fed stopping rate hikes, weaker dollar. And again, what's going to come after that? Lowering rate, right? Weaker dollar, weaker dollar. Uh, and J.P. Morgan now saying, starting 2019 and going on, Four years, not four years, <laughs> going on for a long time. And what it was so funny. So yesterday, Wall Street was up six hundred points. Six hundred points, right? We see it down, right? We 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 see this incredible volatility, right? And I'm like, what are they really celebrating? Because remember. The Federal Reserve, now they're probably the last one 
to come out and realize, uh uh-oh, things have slowed down. The fact that, now he said, uh, he used the term near neutral. And now everyone's guessing how many more rate hikes it is. I, I don't know. I put They're going to hike in December. I think they're going to hike again in, in first quarter 2019. And then my guess is the hikes are over. Other people are saying he's going to hike in, in, in December, pause. Others saying, hey, it won't be the to the middle of 2019. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, all of it's phony baloney anyway. You really think the Federal Reserve, by raising or lowering a quarter of a point, controls anything? Look at what the bond market has done. A three-month note just hit a 10-year high today at 273 and change. For us to borrow money this morning, we had to pay 2.73-something in interest on, you know, probably $20, $30 billion, maybe even 40 or $50 billion worth of three-month notes. That was the amount we had to pay in interest. A two-year note, it's only at 279 The 10-year th- the note was at 302 right? And obviously, listen, none of it means anything. And for all of you out there, well, I don't even know what that means. In simplistic terms, let me explain it to you. If the federal funds rate is at 2%, that three-month note should probably be north of three, okay? The two-year note should be about four. The 10-year note should be somewhere around four and a quarter to four and a half. That's three. Which just tells you, right, we don't have re It's still no reality here. We're going to get reality, and we're going to get it real quick. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 uh, case you, you missed it now. So yesterday, you know, gold was what twelve twelve, twelve thirteen. Today, gold's twelve twenty seven, twelve twenty eight. Silver uh, yesterday was uh, what fourteen thirteen, something like that. Now it's fourteen thirty three. Uh, the Dow was up six hundred points on the fact that the Federal Reserve is understanding things are getting worse. Kind of doesn't add up, right? Well, not, not today. In fairness, it's early. Uh, it's down about 150 today, but but just know this. It's not a good thing. It's not a good... Now, well, let me say this. It's not a good thing for for uh, 2019, right? And I've already told you, we're going to be right back to kind of where we were. Two-ish GDP, if we're lucky. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Housing is nosediving. Uh, we had pending home starts today, pending home sales. So these are going to be what the housing numbers are going to look like for December and January. Huge drops. 
and again, broad-based all across the country. And really, for home sales, uh, ultimately, there's you, you really care about the West and the South. I mean, they make up the most of it. But uh, pending home sales down another uh, 2.6% from September to October. Uh, they were expecting it to actually bounce. I don't know why. Right? I, I, I laugh when I read it. Well, we were expecting it to bounce back. Uh, it is the weakest pending home sales number since uh, 2014. Uh, big drops in the West, the Midwest, in the South. Uh, and, and again, the the uh, the two you really care about are the South and the and, and the West because they comprise like 75% of the housing market, both of those were down almost 9%. Uh, so so that's going to continue to weigh. I think uh, jobless claims. Now, this is a number, and I'll tell you, and I'll say it again. This is not your daddy's jobless claims. This is not the jobless claims that we grew up on, right? And remember, they had all of these formulas and all of these economic models. And you know where they got them? They created them themselves, right? They used a bunch of mathematical formulas that somehow would tell them all the things that they would need to know. One of those formulas had to do with jobless claims. And the formula went like this. 300,000 claims meant recession. Okay, Above that, right? You got above that number. And you know for the last, really now, for the last four or five years, Jobless claims have hit these new all-time lows, right? It started with Obama and, and Trump. Now, I mean, I think we got all the way back to the 60s. And I, I told you the real reason is the type of jobs being created. But this morning, jobless is a huge bounce in the wrong direction. In other words, big increase in jobless claims. It jumped back up in the 234,000 range. Still historically a low number, but here's what I'm telling you. That 300,000 number, if we get above that number again, it's not a recession. It's a depression. What is the new number? I don't know. Is it 250? Is it is it 260? I, I, I don't know what it is. But the, the pattern is now clear. More and more layoffs, right? We talked about Challenger Gray and Christmas. <laughs> That's a funny name because it has nothing to do with the holidays. It just happened to be the the, name, the last names of these three guys that track pending layoffs. Now, of course, General Motors is going to be added to that. This is a number. This is not a number uh, that includes what General Motors had been doing. And, and get ready, right? Because we know already in 2019, we know Sears is going to go bankrupt. We know J.C. is going to go bankrupt. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Macy's probably. And, and that's just to be in General Electric. I don't even know. Does anybody still work at GE in the U.S.? If you do, you should be worried. 
But I, I, I expect that to continue. So to hear Jay Powell yesterday talk about that we're near neutral, that's not a celebration. That just means that's, that, that's the last of the juice. Right, and now we're going to have an economy that, listen, I don't know, where, where do you want to go? J.P. Morgan reevaluating the dollar? Do you want to go to uh, Citigroup now saying, hey, you know what, we're revising down GDP for 2019? Do you want to go to Bank of America Merrill Lynch revising down all the numbers? I don't know. And then you start really looking at uh, the trade war stuff, and you start thinking about where the 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 where all of those things are going to end up. And then you start, you know, we don't we haven't even talked lately. We haven't talked about Social Security. By the way, that little cola adjustment. Right, you know that adds like thirty or forty billion more dollars to the debt. Uh, with you know what, I'm going to get to it in the next segment. I'm going to give you somebody. Actually, I didn't do. I can't take credit for it. Right, I've already told you when uh, Social Security is going to go go bust, and it's already here. You know what? Really, it already is bust. Right, because we don't collect enough money now. What they're what they when they talk about bankruptcy of Social Security, you know what they talk about? That imaginary trust fund. And then they talk about we only can pay, you know, seventy six percent. You know why it's seventy six percent? Why wouldn't it be ninety nine or ninety eight or ninety seven percent? Right, because there we're already in deficit. See what I'm saying, right? Because there's no money really in that trust fund. The Department for Health and Human Services proposed rules allowing individuals to opt out of Obamacare's abortion and contraception mandates for moral and religious reasons. Right now, again, I, I don't know uh, that obviously those those items add to the cost of health care. Uh, that... that uh, I would like them to see others allow us to opt out of Social Security. I mean, I'm 48 years old. I'd opt out right now because we're not going to get it. Just letting you know. Congress continues to, uh, to sign along things. They, they're not. I put it this way: they're not going to do it. Uh, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could select the insurance you want? Right? Make it like a menu. Hey, do you want abortion insurance? Well, no, I'm 75 years old. I think I'm okay with that one. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, me and my husband are trying to have a baby, so nope, I don't need to pay for that. I, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Ron Paul was out uh, talking about allowing taxpayers uh, to opt out of all kinds of things, right? War subsidies, uh, and, you know, and obviously uh, Dr. Paul, not a big fan of the imperialism, uh, 
And, and wouldn't it be something very interesting if you had the choice? What would you choose to pay for, and what would you choose not to pay for? Right? Would you choose to pay for welfare? Would you choose to pay uh, for unemployment? Would you choose to pay, like we said, for abortion or contraception or Planned Parenthood or any of these other things? Right? It doesn't really matter. You name it. Because you're sitting here, you're staring down a debt tsunami, and you've got Jay Powell coming out and oh, you know, we're we're almost at neutral. We're at two percent. And just you know, yesterday, and I put the I put the path to you yesterday. The historical note average for the U.S. government and outside of this millennium. 7%. Right? And, and you used to get 9% interest. 8%, 9%, 10%. I mean, during the the late 70s, early, real early part of the 80s, you got even more than that. And they've been playing this quote-unquote interest rate game because they're trying to hide what it is that they've done. It has nothing to do about a strong economy or a weak economy. That's what they say it is. They say that's what it's for. It's not. It's to cover up the deceit and the lies and really what? the amount of debt they've actually run up. Do you know if the 10-year note just went back, the 10-year note, it's at three now. It just went to five. Do you know what the debt this year would be, 2019? Five? Two trillion. That, that, by the way, that'd be the little number. Not the big number, little number. Do you know what 5% would mean in 10, not even 10 years, right? About eight and a half years from today, $4 trillion. How do you think we're going to pay for anything? Social Security, I'm going to add, you know, I'll do it in the next segment. Social Security is going to be broke much faster than they're telling you, and they already know it. Right? But just like the pension, right? They're trying to figure out how can we let Illinois and Chicago and New York and California, and how can we let these places go bankrupt? But we don't want to tell the American public this is what's going to happen. How about Dallas? Texas. Remember Kramer yesterday? The one part of the country that was booming because of oil. Texas. Done. Do you know how long it takes for a policeman to show up in Texas for a shooting? 
I'm not talking about showing up because someone stole the loose change and your sunglasses out of your car that you left out in the driveway overnight for a shooting two hours. Why? Because they're broke. Right? No, one, no one wants to be a policeman in Dallas. Right? Their pensions are busted, everything's busted, and they're sitting there yesterday celebrating the fact that Jay Powell, and, and, and people are debating how dovish he really was. It was dovish enough that he admitted, right, without saying it, hey, things are slowing down. Right? Things are getting worse. Sorry. When we get back, something they're not talking about. When is Social Security going to be bankrupt? Of course, I tell you it already is, but I'm going to give you a real number when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Many remember the great news that American pastor Andrew Brunson, who was held prisoner in Turkey for over two years, was released and returned to the United States last month. It's important to understand this is a victory for U.S. foreign policy and relations, and it's a story that you won't hear from most major news outlets. Pastor Brunson had been doing ministry work in Turkey for over 20 years until he was imprisoned and charged as a conspirator in an attempted military coup two years ago, with no satisfactory evidence of this. Since taking office, the Trump administration has been working to secure Pastor Brunson's release. Finally, in July, after mounting tensions and pressure from the United States, the Turkish government moved Pastor Brunson to house arrest. But this was not good enough for this innocent man. Vice President Mike Pence issued this strong and clear warning in July on behalf of the Trump administration, saying, While out of jail, Pastor Brunson is still not free. And to President Erdogan and the Turkish government, I have a message on behalf of the President of the United States of America. Release Pastor Andrew Brunson now, or be prepared to face the consequences. If Turkey does not take immediate action to free this innocent man of faith and send him home to America, the United States will impose significant sanctions on Turkey until Pastor Andrew Brunson is free. When the Turkish government did not listen, President Trump followed through on his promises and imposed tough economic sanctions against Turkey starting in August. Only after further threats did the Turkish court agree to release Pastor Brunson under continued protest by government prosecutors. The Trump administration could have, as many previous presidents did, pursued a globalist agenda and put good relations with Turkey and NATO at the top of their list. Instead, the Trump administration chose to put the Americans first. Plenty of presidents have claimed to support Christians and American citizens, but the Trump administration has established a solid track record of defending our citizens abroad. Above any foreign or globalist interests, the Trump White House is putting American citizens first. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When America turns our back on our Christian heritage, we shouldn't be surprised when biblical precepts like honesty, kindness, respect, justice, and freedom are abandoned. At phyllisschlafly.com, we still believe in rights endowed by our Creator. If you agree, find out more at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Scholar blue collar of a man He came from the school Where you didn't need nothing If you couldn't make it with your own two hands He was backwards Backwards 800 I had a customer call I'm missing the big story Deutsche Bank's getting raided Wait, We talked about that last week They weren't raided yet But I, you know, I let you know Listen, when I, I, I tell you before it happened by the way, if you're seeing that headline, right, Deutsche Bank is being raided in Germany uh, for money laundering. Now, you know what's hilarious is they worry about, you know, $10,000, right, with a big deal, about ten grand, right, and in Deutsche Bank, this thing is in the billions of dollars. And, and listen, don't be fooled. I told you last week, J.P. Morgan's involved now. The, uh, this has been going on for a while. And it all reverts back to the Panama. Tell you what I'll do. Because I, I, I didn't want to talk about it today, but since someone felt strong enough to call about it. I'll, I'll, I'll get something ready. Uh, and, and, and tomorrow... Uh, after fake news Friday, uh, we'll talk about the Panama Papers. Then uh, this is kind of how long this has been going on, and it is the worst. Um, listen, by the way, Deutsche Bank's in huge trouble. They, they've been they've been in all of those European banks. This, this isn't this is a a big story, but it's been evolving for years. Uh, they've known about this fraud, this money laundering. For years, and they're just now getting around uh, to doing something about it because while well, they wanted enough time, see, someone had to be the fall guy. Deutsche Bank—they were the baddest apple of the bunch, but they wanted to give enough time for for J.P. Morgan and, and uh, Bank of America and City right to get enough distance. And, and that way, oh, well, you know, kind of like Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo's the only bad actor. Yeah, no. They're all bad. Listen, they're criminals. These are the people that you entrust with all of your money. Right? And this is where they tell you, well, let's face it here. It's not like we have a choice. Right? You have. You have to use the bank. You can't even, in a lot of places now, you can't even pay, you can't pay your credit card with cash. You can't pay any of your debts with cash. I asked my wife if we could go in and pay our car loan with cash. Can't do it. Can't do it. And and it, it's uh, just another example, and I'll put it together for you. Uh, 
tomorrow I'll try to put it all together and get, and let you at least know all the uh, all the details as to uh, what is happening at Deutsche Bank uh, and how long they've actually known about it. And of course, I'm spec. You know, it's just me, right? I'm a crazy conspiracy uh, conspiracy person. Um, but they gave they waited this long so they could give all these other banks right distance. And uh, we'll have to see what ends up happening. Uh, by the way, this just out, too, the, the U.S. budget deficit. By the way, now we're $200 billion, less than $200 billion away now from $22 trillion. In the fiscal year that ended in September 30th, 2018, the most troubling observation in the data so we know the numbers getting bigger besides that okay that was for me that's the most troubling right? the number just keeps getting bigger inside of it is how much the government paid in interest remember what I told you about five for 2018, my guess would be the two-year or the uh, the average debt was somewhere. Cause you got to remember, the government mostly sells short-term debt. Was probably in the low two percent. Paid 523 billion dollars in interest the highest number on record and unfortunately what's going to you know every year uh is going to set another record because you're adding really you know they say a trillion but we know right they're really going to be adding almost two trillion dollars to the number and by by 2020 uh every year after that it's going to be over two trillion dollars a year uh, right now, we're averaging, we're coming up to about $2 billion a day in interest. $2 billion a day just to pretend that we're not, <laughs> $2 billion, that we're not broke. Speaking of broke, Social Security. They still say that it's not going to be broke till what, 2032 or 2033. And starting July, or starting January 1st, you get your first COLA adjustment. Well, it's not your first. Every year, they, they take what they say, you know, inflation is, and they give everybody that's on Social Security a cost-of-living adjustment. Where you get the word COLA from. For the last 10 years, the average was less than 2%. By the way, never, ever. Matter of fact, last 10 years, there was three or four years where you got zero. That had never happened before. Part of the reason when we talk about why did they change all these numbers? Why did they change the jobless claims number? Why why did they change the unemployment rate and how they calculate? And why did they all of a sudden start keeping 
I don't even know how many sets of books for inflation. And always miraculously, they they get the lowest one. Right? That's what they pick. Part of it had to do with this problem right here. You know, there's 70 million people that get a Social Security check now. 70 million. And it grows by 3 or 4 million a year. They're getting a 2.9% adjustment this year. Now think about it. The Fed tells you that inflation is not even 2%. But they're willing to give everybody on Social Security 3%. Of course, what they know is, hey, it's really, it's really 6 or 7%. But how they get you to believe that the trust fund's not going to be broke sooner, what they do is, since the, the last 10 years, the number was so low. The, the Social Security Administration is using that in their forecast so you don't know it's going to be bankrupt sooner. If they use 2.9, what you got this year, Social Security doesn't even make it through 2026. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. I cannot believe it. Yeah, we have a sighting. <laughs> Eric Cedarstrom just walked into the studios. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing, my friend? It's a great day to be alive. It beats the alternative. It does. We got uh, clouds in the sky. Um, the entire city of Phoenix is out taking selfies. <laughs> What is that? It's a cloud. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's just a cloud. Well, you're rocking and firing in here this morning. There's a lot to talk about, though. Gosh, you just sit and look at uh, what's happening in the news on a daily basis. I have to tell you, you know, I got satellite radio, and uh, uh, it's the only reason I've kept the car. <laughs> Satellite has stayed on for years, so I'm not paying for it. I probably should somehow. Oh, wait, oh yeah, now you're done. Right? They've been listening to you. Oh yeah, no, it's a serious problem, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's pretty good. So I was listening to you this morning, and then I flipped over to satellite at the commercial break and turned on Fox, and then I just for the heck of it, because you know you got this Mueller thing, and you've got yeah, all, yeah, yeah, all yeah. this Russian collusion. The Ru- I mean, that, that thing just won't go away. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And I like to hear the, the, the two uh, depictions of the story. <laughs> so you can go back and forth. Trump didn't do anything wrong. Flip over to CNN. Trump's going to prison. <laughs> right. I, right. I, We're impeaching him. Right. So, I mean, it, but the difference is, and I, and I didn't really notice him. You listen to Joe, of course, very lucid. Joe, you get right to the point. Patriot Radio News has always been that way. When you get to Fox, they slow down just a hair, and they bring in more and more people to justify the story. When you get to CNN, you can hardly understand them because none of them can speak. I mean, it's broken English. It's horrible journalism. So I'll probably get you kicked off the air for that. But, uh, but uh, Well, thanks I mean, for coming in. <laughs> I think you can get in trouble. Well, actually, Trump threw the CNN reporter out. Yeah, so. yeah. Ramon, can you play that disclaimer? <laughs> better get that in there. So. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so excited. Uh, little, uh, your youngest is going to be playing in the state championship Saturday. You know, big brother did it. Now little brother's now doing little brother it. little brother doing it. So it's, uh, it's a, that's a neat deal. And he's just a sophomore. 
yeah, I, I want him to do it, you know, just a couple more times. He's got a long way to go. So, so anyway, we couldn't be prouder of both those boys, and you you should be. I know you are. So that's a uh, that's a nice deal. So, but it runs in the family, not my side, not me, but I was their, say, their, <laughs> their, their grandfather, their grandfather Jim played in the in the state championship nineteen seventy one. How about that? Wow, here in Arizona. Well, I was like one. So and they lost. <laughs> Well, Joey lost last year, so, you know, and, and we are not the favorite, I will say that. So, but these are like, you know, these are these are moments that they never forget, and it's nice just to be able to be a part of it. So I'm looking forward to getting out there. Nice. So, nice. That's at uh, ASU Stadium, by the way, 1230. Now, are they doing it again like they did last year? You got like, you know, 1A, 2A, 3A, 4, and they all, they all play? Just, you know what, they're not. So the 1A, 2A, 3A is already played. Uh, the 4A is going to be in Tucson with uh, South Point and Saguaro uh, at U of A. And then the, we'll just have the two, big, the, the two big divisions, 5A, 6A, that's it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And they'll be back-to-back. So we'll go first at 1230, and then I think the 6A game's at 330. Well, it's a, it's an honor to be there. I'll be out there. I don't think we're going to bring the motor home this year. I don't now, there's no tail. Oh, the... You know what? This is the other thing. First of all, they charge a ridiculous amount to watch a high school football game. Uh, secondly, no tailgating whatsoever, right? You don't bring your RVs. Don't hang out in the parking lots. You have to have for a clear, if you want to bring a purse, heaven forbid, your your wife wants to bring her purse to the high school football game. Uh-uh. Clear bag. Unbelievable. Yeah. If you want to carry anything on your body that doesn't fit in your pocket, has to be in a clear bag. I can't believe it. Because you know Al-Qaeda and the terrorists are looking to get you at the high school football game. Well, now, now ASU, you know, well, it used to be known as, well, Sin City. Yeah, well, and it's still was, like one of the party, top party schools in the country. Right, and the, and the ASU tailgating is epic in that parking lot. And uh, so none of that. Now I'm pretty sure that was a Notre Dame rule. Yeah, because right? well, I, I don't think it's. Well, remember last year? Last year we went down to Tucson, right? And, uh, and we took the motor home. Took for that the motor home down. We sat up, got a bunch of parents going with us and stuff. And of course, I don't know Tucson, Tucson. I don't know. Anyway, they. Uh, I mean, we pull over. We found a piece of grass, which isn't easy to find in Arizona. Right on the side of the road. I go, this is it. We're parking here. We set it up. We get the grill going. And immediately the cops are all over us. Can't barbecue, can't do this, can't do that. It's just the new world. I think about what the the kids in high school today. When we were playing, I mean, 1971, the state championship, the parents had guns (laughs) and beers in their hands at the parking lot. As soon as this game's over, I'm going hunting. Right, we're going hunting. They got rifles hanging in the back of their trucks, beer in the parking lot. Hell, they even took it into the stadium, I'm pretty sure, so... This is a paid program and is provided for informational purposes only. All right, let's talk about. Uh, I'm glad I can come on today. Things that uh, this we usually don't talk about here, but the uh, the migrants that are coming from the Honduras. Somebody put up a map this morning where you see the Honduras, and you can see the shortest point for the Hondurans to migrate is to Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> The absolute longest way for them to go is San Diego, California. Now, if they really were coming into America to get jobs, why didn't they just go to Brownsville? 
<laughs> I did not know this. Yeah, it's like an extra, I don't know, a thousand miles or whatever. So, I mean, figure that one out. Does that make any sense at well, all? Well, you know, Trump sent the troops to Texas. And apparently when he did that, miraculously, I guess, the caravan took a U-turn. Yeah, somebody must have told them that don't go to Brownsville. <laughs> Texas will not be as understanding as, say, oh, California. They even went by past Arizona. I mean, let's face it. Nogales is closer for Honduras than San Diego. So I guess if you're going to be an illegal, go where the weather is really nice. <laughs> That would be the point, wouldn't it? So, yes, we're going to California. Somebody in the paper today takes the migrant uh, caravan to the 49ers <laughs> heading to California to get gold. But these guys want cell phones. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Listen, you never know who's going to pop in. It's been, I don't even remember the last time I, I saw you in the radio studio. I'm just wandering around, you know, <laughs> aimlessly. Where is everybody? I'm like uh, an old tourist attraction here. Like the tire store looks out, they go, see that guy? That guy used to be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> The only time I do see you, you are walking in the parking lot. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. I'm Wa- like, where's he going? Wandering around with the little animals. So, I don't know. It's a crazy world. I'm just glad to be alive. You know, it's been uh, been interesting since uh, I took my sabbatical. Uh, interesting journey for me from when I when you took over the company and where I am now. So, But uh, I'm just glad to be alive. When you consider the alternatives, every day above ground is pretty good, isn't it? Yesterday, I had a busy day. I had to spend almost two hours with my granddaughter so that uh okay now let's clarify yeah which one which one the oldest one emma okay she's amazing she is just amazing i mean that uh grandkids by far much better than the originals (laughs) (laughs) you know why because you had this year i spent a couple of hours and then you get to give it back. Right, right. Just thanks for playing along. <laughs> here's, your, go. here's your consolation, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, so people know now, Emma's like two and a half. Two and a half. She yeah. is a giant two and a half year old. Yeah. Right? She's six foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> she is, though. She's really tall. We actually went ATV riding yesterday. Oh, <laughs> it's a great day to do it. The weather here is perfect. It is perfect. Great time to be alive. We're going to talk about the Fed. Did you see, I watched the Dow yesterday go up. 600. 600 Because the Federal Reserve now, he didn't say he was stopping, but he said they were near neutral, which really just means, hey, you know what? Okay, I get it. Well, let's face it. Things are slowing down. What percentage of people even know what neutral is? Nobody can drive a stick shift in this society. You know, if we all started riding cursive, and if General Motors only made stick shift cars, an entire generation couldn't read or drive. So, I mean, it's, that's, that's a great point. Cursive is gone. Yeah, they don't that's, teach it. It's, 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 I had no gone, idea. Gone. So, so yesterday I was playing with my granddaughter, and I go, here's a quarter, here's a nickel and a dime and a penny. And then I got to, I really looked at her, and I said, you know, there's no way. There's no way the money, as we know it, is going to make it ten more years mm-hmm. even. Just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And even if it does, nobody's going to carry it anyway. They're not going to make change anymore. It's just not going to happen. So I don't know what they're going to do. Everything's just going to be digital. It already is. I mean, I'm still amazed. And, and I've said 25 years ago on the radio that I couldn't imagine somebody going to a baseball game, ordering a beer and a hot dog, and th- and handing someone a piece of plastic like they would take it at a ball game. 
Now you need to get the disclaimer. <laughs> because I didn't think it would happen, and it did. Yeah, well, try taking the hand in the ca- them cash. Yeah, they wouldn't even take yeah. something. No, they, you see the line. Oh, if you got cash, you got to go with that line. So, and then I learned the new banking rule, which I know you went over. But if you have a bank account and somebody wants to put cash in it, forget it. If, and if they want to put five, they can put up to $500 now at where we bank, mm-hmm. U.S. Bank. Mm-hmm. If they put up to 500 into your account, they can do that. Anything over that, they won't take it. They won't even take it. Yeah, won't take it. Right. Now, you, you know can put up to 500 if you're willing to say, here's my driver's license and right. who yeah, I yeah. am. Right. 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 I'll take that. Right. The full ID. Right. Full but ID. Only the account holder can put more than 500 Correct. And I got to thinking about it. I was talking with Lori this morning. I'm like, where did this law come from? Somebody must have had a million dollars that was put in their account cash. And the guy goes, I don't know how it got there. <laughs> I didn't put it in. I don't know. Patriot Radio News Hour. Who knows? Maybe next time it'll pop in a little sooner. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care. God bless.